This is the Human Hate Machine T-Rex, and you are listening to the Funk Masters of Wrestling. Lights, cameras, Funkadelic action, baby! Funk Masters of Wrestling are coming at you again with that dosage of hashtag pro wrestling talk. I am King Pizza, Mr. Impact, AT, Funkmaster Adam, you could follow me on Twitter at Funkmaster Adam, you could follow the Funk Masters of Wrestling, that Funkadelic Wrestling thing, as you know, at FMOW underscore podcast. And as always, I always forget to plug this because I'm not on Facebook, but we do have a Facebook, facebook.com forward slash FMOW pod. And I'm Mario. I am uh, the Apex fan. I am the devil's advocate. I am the viewer of the movie Die Hard. Um, oh, you boy. Can follow me. On Twitter at Johnny Newmar. Um, you can actually email me at Johnny Newmar at Yahoo too. Why not? Since I'm not on Twitter that much anymore. Same same name though at Yahoo is my email. Here like comes the fan mail me. now for the Apex. That's fan. okay with me. <laughs> as um, as always, we'll respond to them here on this show. Oh, I like that um, idea. <laughs> not not with us uh, today is our. The third man of the trifecta, Doc. But you know what? Doc is the best. You know, I just love Doc. He's the best. I'm going to do a complete 180 on my intro from last week um, and uh, plug his Section 247 podcast because it is also the best if you are into Philadelphia sports. But there's also probably something wrong with you if you are. See, it's like... That's what the Apex fan, that's what the, devil, that's what the devil's advocate needs to do, because you got to play both ends of the field. So there you go. <laughs> but, but, even though Doc's not here, we got a treat for you. We have a surprise special guest joining Ooh. us on the show. I'm really excited to get him on here. I've been meaning to uh, get him here for a while. Interacts with us a lot. Friend of the show, fellow listener, hailing from the United States of Funkadelic himself. It's Dre! Dre Rogers is on the show. <laughs> with us today hey guys it's an honor to be here <laughs> dude we're so oh, happy to have yeah it's it... it is an honor and uh appreciate the invite he he pledges his allegiance to the united states of funkadelia people that's what could happen <laughs> when you do that you could you could be a part of the show just like dre is right now just hanging out with the funk masters <laughs> i didn't i didn't know that our our fanship had had made it down to texas i apologize for not realizing that you were down there i knew we had a a big midwestern following but i didn't realize we had a texas following that's awesome because when i when i pick up my roots and move my family there i know i got friends yes you do you're always welcome to <laughs> i used to have family in texas they they moved eventually to uh the seattle area but um I forget what city they lived in, though. It was. <laughs> I I just know it was near Dallas. That's really it. I never really went there, but uh, but yeah, but yeah. Um, we all we all just found out that um. Uh, uh, apparently, I know nothing about movies though, because Doc and I mean Mario and Dre just found out that I didn't watch Die Hard ever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Adam has never seen the movie Die Hard. So the fans that are out there probably throwing their phones, turning their radios off, turn it back on. This show's still good. But Adam clearly does not know good movies. We will make up for it by just knowing everything that you could possibly know about good movies. But Adam has never seen Die Hard. So that's that's going to be Adam's homework assignment, I think. But to show you what a good sport I really am, though, I mean, I was I was getting some salad bashing from uh, <laughs> from Dre, Doc, and Michael Watkins 
earlier on the Twitter machine. But jokes on you guys, because I don't even like McDonald's anyway. Might as well get that out there on this show too. That's okay. I'm okay with that. McDonald's is trash. Pure trash. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's is, is probably. I will give McDonald's one golden asterisk to that because McDonald's sucks. They're the worst fast food burger joint out of all the fast food burger joints, but they do have some kick-ass chicken nuggets. You can't give. You can't trash. Trash. Pure trash. It's all just. I can't. No, their nuggets are good. They're not. They're not Chick Fil A nuggets, but they're they're good nuggets. I had Chick Fil A once. Chick Fil A once. I'm actually with Mario on this one. I I love their chicken nuggets as well. Yeah, say lots because I'm right as usual. <laughs> with the exception, with the exception of trying Chick Fil A, uh, the, in the la- like in the last few months, I haven't touched fast food in I don't know four years. I don't think I've eaten fast food. Yeah. Unless you count pizza. Do you count pizza as fast food? Is pizza fast food? No. No. Uh, Well, you know what? Let me scratch that. I might consider Domino's a version of fast food or Pizza Hut, like those crappy chain pizzas, but but that's not the pizza that you eat, let's be honest. So, no, the pizza you eat is not fast food. I like Pizza Hut's Pizzones, but that's it. I don't like anything else. I don't even know what a pizzone is. What is this crazy <laughs> word you just made up? You don't know what a pizzone is? I don't know what a freaking pizzone is. Does... Dre, Dre, do you know what a pizzone is? <laughs> no. Are you serious? <laughs> does does Nunzios on 14th have pizzones? There's no Nunzios on 14th Street. We then realized there's no pizzones. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I made that up. But every yeah. time you got a Nunzios pizza, <laughs> I have no, I have no Nunzios. We did, we did have a Mario's pizza. We did have a Mario's. Oh yeah, you did. That uh, pizza was probably delicious. I know that guy. And I think that was actually oddly enough on 14th Street. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. No, but a pizzone is like okay. So you take a calzone, right? So take a calzone, but you take all the cheese and mutts out of it, and you put a pizza in it. Huh. Isn't that a whole lot of dough? No, no. So it's like the dough is like, you know, like, just think of like the dough. The doughy part's like the only like part that's like the outside crust of the calzone. But like the inside is like the sauce and the pizza toppings, maybe some onion too, and, and a little bit of cheese, like a little hint of cheese. Not as much as you would get in a regular calzone. But yeah, that's basically a pizzone. And it's, it's I think I'd like, rather have a regular calzone. I can't eat a regular calzone. Yeah, I mean, they're heavy. Maybe half a calzone. I get you. It's too cheesy. It's too cheesy for me. I like cheese. Do you, I, guys, do you have real pizza places down there in, in Texas, or is it, is it all Sparrow's and, and Papa John's? <laughs> yeah, Sparrow's, uh, Pizza Hut, Domino's. We're, we're more uh, barbecue kind of. Ooh, I love barbecue. I love yeah, barbecue. Well, they spots. have real barbecue down there. We don't. If we were lucky, if the only barbecue you get up here is Portuguese. That's not true. You can get Korean barbecue too. That's true, but you're not getting southern barbecue. No, up here. not southern. No, but uh, now I'm just thinking of ribs, like a nice rack of ribs. Basically. See, this is this is just all the more reason to to go to the Rumble, right? There we go. Oh my God, Plus, we we got to get ribs now. That's it. <laughs> Plus, they got a, a, a fast food place exclusively for salads, so Adam, Adam's going to be pretty hyped for Yeah, that. we just discovered that on the Twitter machine a couple of weeks ago when uh, you pointed that out to me, and I was like, what is this? And sure enough, 
Yeah, I like my salads. I had a salad earlier. <laughs> nothing wrong with a salad. There we go. There's nothing wrong with not eating fast food either. I, I had, actually, as, as bougie as it sounded, I, I very, very rarely eat fast food. I but, Almost never. I, I don't want to say never in four years like Adam, but maybe once every three months or so. But but you can't go to a pizza joint and order a salad. Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> when the girl working the counter wants to give me a couple of dollars off on my salad, I will order a salad. Okay. I mean, yeah, but like pizza joint salad is like, you know, romaine that's barely green. It's it's almost white. Maybe some shredded carrots. It's that generic bag salad. You're not getting a good salad at a pizza joint for the most part. Well, there's this other pizza joint in in my town that does really good salads. Yeah, and, Little Vinnie's, right? No, uh, it's it's called Pizza Masters actually. <laughs> wow, what a terrible name! <laughs> that is not a terrible name. Pizza Masters is great. That is an awful name for Vinny in, in New Jersey. That is a terrible name, Pizza Master. Give me a break. Take a walk. Vinny's, by the way, closed down, so that was a long time coming. They had some good stuff in there. But, but yeah. Uh, D- Dre, what's like a good wholesome like Texan beer that we could get down there? I already uh, gave Mario my uh, my recommendation. Yeah, it's actually... it was uh, Buffalo something, right? I forget the name. Yeah, Great White Buffalo. That's what it was. Great White Buffalo. All right, I'm going to remember that for sure. <laughs> I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Well, all right. Before we forget, this is a wrestling podcast. Guys, well, Mario's watching it right now, so I don't know if he got to the <laughs> – the actual well, the point. fact that there's even a story here pretty much tells me where you're going. Okay. But... All right. So we'll just get to it. We'll just cut to the chase here. So Charlotte is going into WrestleMania as the SmackDown Women's Champion in this triple threat match. <sighs> Who was that? Was that Dre? Yeah, that was Dre. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So we clearly know how Dre feels about this. I, I took to the Twitter machine and made a quick little uh, a video on the Funkmasters page, and I I kind of called it a double-edged sword, but what I mean by that is it's like, okay, for the shock value, it's kind of like, wow, Charlotte Flair just won the women's title, but at the same time, it's like, guys, what has this done for Asuka? What has any of this done for Asuka at all? I just, I don't understand why why she has to get burned this way. I um, I really can't put my finger on it. I don't. I can't think of an explanation, just other than the fact that it's just like it was a very subpar title run, and it didn't seem to be really going anywhere. I mean, the last she had her title defense at uh, Fastlane, but I mean, they really didn't build that up till right before Fastlane happened. Oh my God, I forgot that that match even happened. With Mandy I Rose. honestly thought this was the first defense that she got since see, she won it. See, that goes to show you how subpar this has been. And again, that's not her fault. That's just that's booking, you know? And I, I don't I don't know what they're they're thinking. You know, and I and I was really hoping to come on the show today and, and not complain about anything, but I'm sorry, but the the voices need to be heard for this one because Asuka's just so great. I mean just look at her tenure in NXT you know, I didn't really follow much of her career as Kana when she was wrestling over in Japan. But, I mean, you know, she's even shared the ring with the likes of Kenny Omega and stuff like that. I, I mean, you know, she's clearly 
got the chops. There was a reason she was chosen to be the one to have this amazing undefeated streak. But it's like Charlotte going into WrestleMania as another women's champion for this match. What does that really do for for her? I mean, the only thing I could think of personally, and I want to get you guys' thoughts on this, and I, I think other people have voiced their opinions on this too, so it's not too much of a, a far-fetched idea, but what if the idea is to unify the tag, I mean, the women's titles, and make it the first ever undisputed women's championship? But in order to do that, that would mean Charlotte would have to win then, because it's the Raw title on the line. So if Ronda was to somehow retain, she doesn't get Charlotte's title. Charlotte keeps her title and still leaves WrestleMania as a champion, and Becky gets nothing. Well, they still got a week to change that. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys think that's something that can happen, though? I, I think it's something that could happen. I don't necessarily want it to happen unless right. they're unless they're looking to put the singles women on one show and the tag team women on the other show um since there's only one tag titles i can see um, what you yeah i don't i don't want them to do that um i like i feel like that would diminish the women on the roster like you have you have basically four men's singles titles like you can't even have two women's singles titles with two separate brands like like i i would much rather them be separate um this whole thing you're right i, I don't understand at all why they even gave there's just no Oscar way you could title. explain it there's just no way you like, could explain it like you could have just had like one of them keep the title at the ladder match you didn't even need to give the title to oscar to begin with it almost seems pointless at this point right exactly but i have no problem with Charlotte Flair going into WrestleMania as the the SmackDown champion. It it you know don't forget that the three girls are the main event of the show. Right, right, of course. Um, so what makes that even bigger? Not just having the three you know main women on the roster, but now now you know you also have the SmackDown champion mixed in there. Uh, I think it just makes the main event of the biggest show of the year that much bigger so i don't i don't necessarily have a problem with charlotte flair winning the title i have more of a problem with the way oscar has been used as the champion right. than i do with charlotte flair right um winning i i actually think this might be a way to you know kind of give something to charlotte in hopes of them giving the big first time ever women main eventing WrestleMania moment to Becky. So here's your consolation prize, Charlotte. Um, it's one way to look at it. You know, yeah. um, that's, that's what I think slash hope. Dre, what about you? <clears throat> I mean, it, how often has Oscar been on TV for the past couple months? Right. Twice. Charlotte, point. Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda are, you know, they show up on Raw, they show up on SmackDown. So uh, I guess if they want to go the, uh, you know, unifying the titles, they're already showing up on both shows. So it doesn't really 
make a difference. That's a good point. Well, for them, I mean, they're showing up on both shows because they're both SmackDown stars, and they're both wrestling for the Raw women's title. Um, that's that's how they're kind of allowed to be on both shows because because the winner of the Royal Rumble gets to do that, even though Charlotte didn't do that. She got thrown into the mix here. So so that's how they get away with them being on on both shows. Um, I don't I don't necessarily see that continuing after WrestleMania. But but besides those three who else uh, is getting, you know, any TV time uh, as a singles wrestler? You know, maybe uh, just Mandy, and that's pretty much it. Everybody else is in the tag team division. Yeah, and and I actually brought this up like two months ago when we were when we were doing our our um, our uh, Royal Rumble predictions about how uh, like who was gonna. Wrestle Oscar and, and I, I was like Ember Moon would be good, but like they have not done a good job building up any women, other than um, other than these three. Um, so they're they're gonna have to build somebody up. You know what I mean? The entire women's roster can't just surround these three forever. Like like no, they're gonna have yeah. to build somebody into. It's, it's the same thing with. With the main eventers on on SmackDown, uh, all you really have is AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, and The Miz. Who else on SmackDown is really a main eventer, like like heavyweight champion? Joe. Joe, absolutely not. Joe Joe has never been champion. Joe gets beat all the time. Finally got his first title, and it's the the utterly worthless U.S. title. I love Joe. Don't get me wrong. But he's not a legit main eventer on SmackDown. I mean, he was in the picture though. He was in the in the picture at one point. Yeah, so was Shinsuke Nakamura. Right. Not hmm. a legit main eventer. Not not the way they've utilized them at this point. I guess not. I mean, uh, what about Kevin Owens? I mean, he he was at one point. Uh, I'll give the- you Kevin Owens, but he just came back and they, he hasn't. See, you know, that's why I'm asking though, because like he only just got back, and I mean, he was only. He... There's there's no build up, you know what I mean? There's a couple factors in here, right. you know, like like have they been there, done that, you know? Because anybody who's never been champion, it, it's hard to say that that they are champion level if they've never been there before, you know? You know, you have guys right on the verge, but they gotta win the title for them to be there. And then you have guys like, you know, Jeff Hardy and Sheamus, you know, guys who've won the title, but but they're nowhere near there anymore, so they don't count either. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a combination of of what you've done and and where you are and how they're pushing you right now and and the SmackDown men's title and the rest of the women's roster actually have the same problem going is that they haven't pushed enough people to make it believable. I mean, the roster shakeup will happen in what three weeks, so Probably. four weeks. So it's that'll that'll be an entirely different picture soon. But um, well, one thing and is, they might go ahead. Oh, they might bring up uh, Shayna as well. That's there's um, always that possibility. Absolutely, for sure. She deserves it. 
You I, know me. No, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you go and take your uh, little vacations in uh, Sioux Falls, I'll, I'll, South Dakota. I'll be visiting her next summer. Not this summer, next summer. Well, you know, please tell her I say hi. Will do. <laughs> tell her I'm a big fan. But um, my thing is, you know, as far as that women's picture goes, I mean, you never know how it could um, evolve and who could get thrown into the fray. I mean, especially on the in the, you know, on the SmackDown locker room because now I mean it almost looks like you're getting the uh, the dissolving of uh, Mandy and Sonya maybe who, who knows what's going to happen with that with the way they have the, the story going between those two right now a little, little bit of friction the last uh, couple of weeks so those two splitting up can make them both you know more stagnant uh, singles competitors at that point and I th- and I think both of them are are, are are very deserving to be in that main title picture. To be honest with you, especially Sonia. Sonia uh, is so underrated. She's she's come so such a a long, long way, and I've I've been very impressed with her, with her development. So I I would love to see her get thrown into that picture, especially Sonia, absolutely. Let's not forget. Um... Lacey Evans. <laughs> whatever she's doing. Yeah, whenever she does something other than walk down the catwalk and walk back. So this um this ESPN thing, um, I wanted to uh get out there really quick. So they had a little um segment with uh Charlotte, Becky and Rhonda because, you know, the news broke that we're gonna have this first ever um female uh, main event for WrestleMania for the title for the Raw Women's Championship. So you know they wanted them on and wanted to, you know, get their word in on how they feel about being a part of that whole situation, really. And um, you know they had, you know, like when you come out, you have like your name card like on the screen, basically. So it says like Ronda Rousey, and it has like a list of her accomplishments. So it said like you know first ever women to be inducted into UFC Hall of Fame and um, for Becky Lynch it had like the man listed and it had um, 2019 uh, Royal Rumble winner listed and then they get to Charlotte Flair Charlotte Flair who's been with this company for nearly seven years when you really think about it she had amazing matches with Natty back in NXT She's um, been a, a Divas champion because the Divas championship was still around back then and multiple-time WWE Women's Champion. So amongst those accolades, guess what's the one thing that they listed on her name card when they showed her on ESPN? The one thing. Wrestler. Ric Flair's daughter. Ric Flair's daughter. <laughs> Ric Flair's daughter. And I, I saw that and I kind of just thought, oh, like it left a real sour taste in my mouth. And uh, she took she took to the Twitter machine and she said, you know, thanks ESPN. It would have been nice if you acknowledged anything else I've done for this company. And you know what? It's not. Nah, I totally agree with her because it's something I thought about even for, for other people. And I'm going to get into an example here. Um, like, like I think about... <sighs> Like if AJ Lee came back, you never, you would never get people to shut up with the CM Punk chance. You know, she would be shadowed by that basically. Um, 
I always I and I and I feel like you know you, Charlotte has done so much on her own. You know, yeah, Ric Flair's her father, but I think people fail to realize that just because Ric Flair was her father, she just didn't have a simple in into WWE. It didn't work that way. You know, she had to work to get in, and she did. And like I said, she gave us great matches in NXT. And coming up to the main roster, she's done tremendous work. She was a great champion. And she's been so great again since she snapped that one time when she faced Ronda back at Survivor Series in place of Becky. So that, that's been absolutely great. And it's just like you can't have her live in that shadow of, of Ric Flair. Charlotte is her, her own person with her own accomplishments. It's just such a such a slap in the face, really. It was just I just thought that was very, really... Really bad on ESPN's part. And I think about that and the fact, too, like like on NXT as well, you have Candice LeRae, who was brought into the fold, and, you know, she's Johnny Gargano's wife. And, you know, we really haven't been seeing a lot of Candice, but that's because Candice has been doing a lot of the house shows. She's been doing a lot of the, uh, a lot of the touring. So, so that's, you know, that's fine and all. But my thing is, I think they're really going to let Kansas blow out of the water in NXT once Johnny gets his call up, whenever that may be. Because, you know, he's in this whole NXT championship match for WrestleMania, which I'm not really going to get into uh, right now, because uh, next week we'll probably talk about Mania since it'll be coming up that weekend. But my thing is, with someone like Candice, you know, you definitely heard the Johnny wrestling chance when she's come out, too. I mean, you could definitely spot it a couple of times if you go back to some of those earlier showings of her on NXT. And it's like, don't do not do the Johnny wrestling chants to her, guys. Candice LeRae is her own person. She's had her own list of accolades on the indies. She was very um, hot ticket, basically, when, when she was out there. You know, she got a lot of buzz on her own. And I, I think um, to let her flourish on her own, I think it would be better to have her do that once Johnny goes up to the main roster, in a sense. But just that whole Charlotte Flair thing, though, it's like it just it just keeps making me think about all that, really. So, I don't but I know. almost entirely disagree with you. Almost. Go ahead. Because I'm I'm going to almost. Um, with with Flair specifically. Yeah. Um, is your your problem with it that they listed that she was, um, Ric Flair's daughter and and nothing else. Yeah, because I feel like it, okay. that's that's all, right, all so, that so I, I will I will give credit where credit is due and I agree with you on that point. But um, the the fact that like ESPN, which is a sports network, um, had anything wrestling on and put that as the tagline. Now, I don't know. I didn't see it, so I don't know how much space there was. I don't know how, like, like how it was, like, like if it was listed or, or what it was. But a lot of people who are watching ESPN aren't necessarily watching uh, the WWE. They, right. They know oh, right. this is a show and not, not an actual sport. Um, and, and the fact that she's Ric Flair's daughter would probably resonate with a lot more of the people watching that show than the fact that she was a divas champion, that she was this champion, that she won the title this many times in WWE. Um, they, they 
might have never watched WWE at all in their entire lives and don't care about WWE, but they know Ric Flair, and everybody likes Ric Flair. So for ESPN doing it, I don't necessarily think it's so terrible because you're catering to your audience, not necessarily the WWE audience. Um, Now, if there was enough space and they could have been like Ric Flair's daughter, you know, however many time champion, okay, I'll give you that. But I don't necessarily think it was as huge slap in the face as other people. Um, I definitely understand the point you're making. I, I really, really get it. But I, I don't know. I just, I just feel differently about it. I just feel like, like, like I get it. Yeah, not everyone watching ESPN is going to probably know who she is or watch wrestling. But I, I just see it as a, I don't know. I think it should have been in a more uh, uh, respectful way. But I get it, you know, for, for your viewers. Oh, yeah, th- throw Ric Flair's name in there. I totally see your point. Absolutely. But Now, now to extrapolate that out to what you said about Candice LeRae, um, uh, when, what, what a lot of people know about Candice LeRae is that she's married to Johnny Gargano. Right. They have a chant for Johnny Gargano, and Johnny Gargano is incredibly over. So the audience chanting Johnny Gargano's chant for Candice LeRae, all that does is instantly puts Candice LeRae over because she's married to Johnny Gargano. Now, obviously, you would like to see her have some matches and earn some stuff on her own merit, but she's not going to just debut and have her own chant. No, of um, course not. No, like yeah. she's, she's going to have to get there and maybe one day she will. But right. But the fact that she's married to, to Johnny Gargano is a known thing. And, and it's actually immediately made her someone important in the women's division and in the NXT level versus someone just joining that that has no tie to anyone else. So I don't have a problem with that either. I don't know. I just see it as like this whole shadow. I I see it as this um I don't know. I just see it as a like a shadow just hanging hanging over people and I kind of have um my my own uh personal experience I guess to add add to it, which is probably why I feel the way I do. And 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 basically what I'm what I'm getting to that is um, I guess for those for those people that don't know, we're gonna we're gonna go a little get a little history lesson about um, Funkmaster Adam here uh, on the show. I never really uh, dropped uh, my last name on the show. I've never really dropped it on Twitter or or anything like that. But but I'm going to for the sake of of this story. Um. So when I was in high school. I have an older brother who is um, a couple of years older than me. Yeah, very, very well-known guy, and everyone always called him by our last name. And that was Mosca. So, when people would see me, in a sense, it's kind of like what you were saying about Kansas, in a sense, Mario. You know, it kind of got me over with these people I, I didn't know. So I was I was little Mosca 
basically, you know, walking through the halls of high school, and it, you know, but I, if if my brother's listening, he'll obviously know this is nothing uh, uh, personal. That kind of irritated the hell out of me, because, um, I I don't know, I kind of just wanted to just kind of, like, wing it on my own, uh, basically, and not have that title be, um, held over my head like that, basically. I don't know. That's just me, though. Really. But... But, yeah. Well, your personal uh, situation aside, um, it seems to have had some positive uh, results for you, despite your uh, disdain for it. Uh, I guess so. (laughs) And the same is uh, is true of uh, of Candace. So I still stand by my uh, by my opinion on uh, on both uh, of of my uh, of my opinions. Yeah. What about you, Dre? What do you stand? <clears throat> I think you both thing? make uh, great points, but uh, that's typical. I mean, <laughs> I think I'm going to go a little bit with Mario on this as well. Uh, I mean, ESPN is a sports network, and Probably for the non-wrestling fan, uh, you're, you're trying to get people to watch WrestleMania, or, or at least you know start talking about the main event of Mania. And I mean, Rick, Rick, everybody knows who Ric Flair is, and you know he's he's got a song and everything. And um, I mean, for non-wrestling fans, you could be you know like a 40-time champion, and it doesn't really matter because you know, it's wrestling. But but if you put up, you know, your Brick Flyer's daughter, you're like, ah, well, you know, she's she might be somebody very important and if Ron is there and she's there, then, you know, I'm, I might tune in and watch the match. You know, so maybe that's, you know, that's the reason that they did that. Obviously for, you know, people like us who like wrestling, well, yeah, you could see, you know, why are you putting <clears throat> that she's Ric Flair's daughter if she's won, you know, the title several times and she's one of the top <laughs> wrestlers in the world? So, I mean, it it makes both it makes sense on both sides, but I <clears throat> I agree with Mario on this. You know, it's it's ESPN, so right, it, right, it kind yeah, of totally, sense. Get totally get it. I just and I just want to uh, clarify here that. That my my view isn't uh, sexist because in both situations we're talking about about a woman in the shadow of a man. Um, if uh, the WWE were to sign, or maybe he's already signed, I don't know, uh, Ronda Rousey's husband, and he had instant heat because of his association with Ronda Rousey, I would have no problem with that either. Um, them using that connection to to immediately get him over uh, so it's not uh like a sexist thing i just want to say that it's important no yeah to be honest i didn't even you know think of that but no it's a very important point to make though for sure well all right so going forward mario what do you got yes, for us sir. with this whole, this whole WrestleMania All right. thing? So I, I, I wanted to talk about uh, WrestleMania this year. Um, and this, you know, might might lead to some unofficial picks. Um, I know next week we're doing official picks. Yes. But, 
this WrestleMania card for me is really, uh, you know, you can, you, you, I'm sure that there'll be some great matches. Don't get me wrong. I, these guys are professionals, whatever. But for me, this whole WrestleMania is really about three matches. Um, and, um, I, if we can take them one at a time real quick and, and I'll, I'll end with the ladies because we just spent so much time on them. Um, so you have Seth Rollins who won the Royal Rumble, um, and now is going to fight Brock Lesnar, um, for the, for the universal title, um, slay the beast as what will hopefully happen. Um, and all signs are pointing to, uh, Seth Rollins finally being the guy, even though Roman Reigns beat him, you know, over the summer, but whatever, all, all signs being to that, that Seth Rollins is going to be the guy who finally slays Brock Lesnar and brings the universal title back to raw. Um, am I wrong? Is, is, is this not what it seems like is being set up? Correct me if I am. No, I think it's definitely going down okay, that way. Okay, perfect. Yeah. That was a, a good word to use. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> now, on the uh, SmackDown side of things, um, you have this feud with Kofi Kingston um, for the, the real title um, that is so big that Vince McMahon is a major player in. Um, and even though this kind of just developed over the past few months prior to Mustafa Ali's injury, Kofi Kingston wasn't even a thought, but now Kofi Kingston might very well be the most over person in the company right now, um, which uh, I don't even know if they made that match official at WrestleMania yet, but um, all, all signs are pointing to Kofi Kingston fighting for that title, and I would say that pretty much everyone is going to want Kofi Kingston to, to finally cross that mountain, become another main event player on SmackDown, because I still feel like he's not one until he actually wins the title. Um, but again, correct me if I'm wrong, if uh, if this is not where everything is going. It is. Yeah. That, and it's official, actually. Uh, they, they did a tag team gauntlet match in, in New Day 1, and so Kofi's in the title pick now. All right. Okay. Cool. So, so there you go. Um, and then you have the three uh, ladies in the actual main event, um, uh, with you know Becky, you know probably being the most over wrestler up until this push for Kofi, um, and definitely the most over female on the roster. Uh, has the entire WWE universe behind her, um, and my theory about. Charlotte winning the the SmackDown title as a consolation prize still holds true, um, but it certainly seems like all of this was built to give Becky her big WrestleMania moment and be the person who finally takes the title off of Ronda Rousey again. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're definitely right. You're all right, def again. I, all right, so I got two definitely's out of you, Adam. Um, which I'll take. He didn't say definitely on Kofi, but but you can see the picture being painted. So now, those are the three matches that are on here. Now, would I love, and it would be amazing, if Seth Rollins, Kofi, and 
Becky all won those three matches, this WrestleMania would be amazing. But do you really think that in the three biggest matches, it's going to be nothing but super over faces winning with no heels winning no. at all? No, absolutely no. not. So now you have these three big matches, which are all definitely going one way, but they're definitely not. So who's losing? <laughs> I hate to say it. Brock. Brock's winning. What? No, no. Seth's definitely <laughs> winning. I, 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 um... It would draw the most heat. It would, though, wouldn't it? I, um, I'm going with Kofi. Kofi is probably not walking out as the champion. Adam, I am going with Dre. And I say that if one of these three people are not coming out of there the champion, I, I think they're going to let Brock continue to destroy Raw. But it makes me sad. Yeah. Ah, boy. So I'm the odd man out again on this, show, <laughs> on this episode. Oh, man. No, no, I, believe me, nothing would make me happier. Um, you know, I, I've said this multiple times on the show. Why not, Kofi? Why not? But but lately, uh, there's been that thought in my mind um, that I'm thinking, Daniel Bryan's still walking out of there as the champion. Uh, with, with his hemp you belt. Know, I mean, you had Vince McMahon show up uh, at the end of SmackDown and say, you know, he, Kofi's in the match, but, you know, you, we'll see if a B-plus wrestler can win. He did so, say that. He did say that. that. that yeah, kind well, of, let's not forget that. Isn't, isn't this whole B-plus wrestler thing what Vince said about Daniel Bryant when he didn't want Daniel Bryant to be... The champion isn't that what all of this is is a is a nod to? Did he actually say that about Daniel Bryan? I thought that's what the story was. Was that, that the line? I, I that like that's what all this like you're a B plus performer comes from was because that was what what Vince's thought was on Daniel Bryan when he didn't want Daniel Bryan to become the champion, but the WWE universe decided that that he deserved to be the champion and they ended up making it. And and I think it's a whole, like... History repeating like, itself, mirror image. Right, basically, basically. like, you know, I, I think you're B-plus down, but WWE Universe thinks differently. It's They're trying to make it look like the exact same scenario. Mm. I don't know. I if mean, I... This, this might go down in, in the books is like the best WrestleMania I've ever seen. If all three of those matches end with the three winners I want. Yeah, probably. I just, I like when you, when you take each match by itself, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, they're definitely going to give Kobe the championship. Yeah. They're definitely going to have Seth Rollins beat, uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. They're definitely going to have Becky, you know, end the night with this huge, amazing moment. Uh, you know, because it's the main event. Like, it's like, yeah, each of those matches by themselves, that's definitely what's going to happen. But is all three of them going to happen? Oh, wait a second. <laughs> you know, like, that definitely just flies out the window because, you know, if this was one match on one show, yes, that's definitely what's going to happen. But all three of those matches happening that way, uh, I just don't see it. No, you're absolutely right. I agree with you. Um, so, well, so, one of these matches has to take the hit, basically, and 
Yeah, so yeah. somebody's somebody's leaving WrestleMania very unhappy with with. It's definitely you know, not going to be the women's match that takes the hit. I get, I, I'm guaranteeing that. I, but, I would say not either because it's the main event. But like you you, you want to end it on as high a note as yeah, possible, right? And then if if Kofi takes the loss, then the crowd's going to be you know rioting or whatever. They're not going to be into the ma- the next matches, so because that that match is probably going to be early on in the card. So, I mean, that's a probably because very... they disrespect that title so much. You can't sabotage the show, so you got to give Kofi the win, I guess. Now you guys are making me more nervous. <laughs> of course, of course, it would be great that Kofi wins. Of course, it would be. I want that as well. But guys. I'm gonna have a stroke if Brock wins. <laughs> this, this is not good. This is not good. You thought? I mean, if we could go back in time, you thought it was gonna be Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania for that title. I did. <laughs> it's for Braun Strowman didn't even get the match. No. They gave it to Finn Balor. No. Mara, why'd you have to bring this whole thing up? Now I'm all now I'm worried so much right now. <laughs> This is terrible. This is awful. I'm sitting on my floor right now. Like, I mean, it's WrestleMania through. season. These th- these are the things you're supposed to think about. You know what I mean? This is supposed to be the biggest show of the Change year. Change my mind. I don't want to talk about WrestleMania anymore. <laughs> WrestleMania is canceled. Can we cancel? Oh, oh, can we talk about how uh, last year the worst part of WrestleMania was everything that happened with Braun Strowman, and that's what's going to be the worst part of this year's WrestleMania. Are you again. kidding? I was really looking forward to him facing those guys from Saturday Night Live. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? That's going to be the most talked about moment. It's going to be absolutely excellent. <laughs> no? I, like, are they are they really doing a a Andre the Giant battle royal oh, with yeah. Braun Strowman in oh, there, yeah. like, yeah. so that? He can toss out a bunch of jobbers, beat up two people who don't belong in the ring, and and win. Like, do I really need a squash battle royal? It's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's bonkers. It's, the, the only way I want to see an Andre the Giant Memorial battle royal is if Braun Strowman doesn't win. I don't want to see an Andre the Giant battle memorial at all because yeah. it hasn't yeah. done absolutely anything for anybody. Yeah, Mojo Raleigh, you know, the guy that constantly talks to himself in the mirror all the time. Yeah, that guy <laughs> won the memorial once. Yeah, when they can squeeze him in for a 30-second spot. Give me a break. Jesus yeah, Christ. so stupid. <laughs> and and it's a WrestleMania. It, it, all it is is like, let's put some more guys on the card. It, it, it has no reason to be on WrestleMania. It is... You know what I mean? The, the WrestleMania matches, this should be like the best of the best. You know what don't I mean? Like that match has no place here. Here's here's how you could get me to watch the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial, right? The winner of the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial gets a title shot at the next pay-per-view of his choosing. Oh, and behold, surprise um, WWE signee, Killer Cross comes in and tears the fucking house down. Wow. You know, I, I would be okay with like a stipulation like that, like... You know, at the next paper, the next paper that you already aren't interested in, the person who wins this match gets a gets a title shot. What is the next pay per view after this anyway? I don't even know. Uh, I I have no idea. I have no idea. I remember. Backlash. Do they still do backlash? 
I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Probably not. <laughs> Great balls of fire. There we go. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You won't see a commercial for it until uh, until after WrestleMania. Bring back King um, of the Ring. King of the yeah, Ring. King of the Ring is. They need to bring it back. And I don't. I, it's so obvious. I don't know what they're doing. Like. Like bring it back and have whoever wins King of the Ring give them a title shot at SummerSlam. I like, think, just I think, treat it like the Royal Rumble leading into WrestleMania. I don't, I don't get what's so hard about that. Now I could be wrong here, but I think the last King of the Ring might have been the one where Kurt Angle wrestled Shane McMahon and put him through the glass on the Tron. You guys remember that one? That was a good match. Yeah, like uh, like belly to belly overhead release yeah. suplexes them yeah. through. The, through the pain, yeah, or or he didn't actually go through the pain, right? He like hit it, like it stopped him. I think the first time he didn't go through, and then he went yeah. through the second time. Looked yeah. like it hurt like hell. Yeah, so <laughs> that was that was uh, he got in a lot of trouble for that actually, Shane. Yeah, I'm always so bad at remembering history, but I remember that. The, the, I think the last kick of the ring was actually uh, Wade Barrett. Or they did another one. Oh. I think, yeah, first, I think it was, like, Booker T, and then it was Wade Barrett. Oh, wait, you know what, you're right. The last one was Booker T, because it was the whole King Booker thing, and then I think they stopped it for a while, and then they did the Wade Barrett one. And I think that's what happened, because they weren't yeah. doing it for a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it's just such a good thing to do after WrestleMania. You have... You shake up the rosters, you, you do a tournament so that, it, you know, you, you have a bunch of matches, you know, which creates new feuds, like, coming out of WrestleMania, so you, you almost reboot everything with, with that, you know what I mean? And the best part was, it was like, it's this whole tournament thing that went on for weeks, you know, it was really cool, kind of like the, you know, like the G1, like how the G1 goes on for weeks and stuff like that. Right. So, yeah. And it, and it gives it and it gives a chance to, to not only build new stories, but it gives you a chance to um, bring out other superstars that maybe we haven't seen in a bit and put them in a certain spotlight, whether it be for one match or, or two, who knows? But it's 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 an opportunity. Yeah, why not? You know so, what I mean? Like, why not? And and it would be a good way to mesh. All of the rosters, kind of like Dre, what you tagged me in before we started recording here. They're doing that. Um, what was it called again? The, uh, the access thing, takeover access. The worlds collide. The worlds collide. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's that. That's cool. Like that would be really cool to do. Like that way with the King of the Ring to include like people from every roster. Yeah. Why not? And and I think the winner of that tournament actually gets a title shot. So. Right, I think that's what it said. Yeah, that was the uh, that was uh, the 205 Live NXT and NXT UK thing. Yeah, but they're doing another one now, but with like the main roster, like with Raw and SmackDown are going to be in on it too. So it's going to be Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205, NXT UK, like everybody. Yeah, well, with our right, so just do that and and have the winner get a title shot at, at SummerSlam. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can include these other brands. That's fine by me. You just do a tournament. Something so stupid about it. That was that's how that's how Velveteen got the the North American title. I love Velveteen Dream. 
I mean, I just find it funny that we're a week away, and I think uh, I think uh, the revival doesn't have a match yet, do they? I don't think so. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. I have no idea if they have a match, and if they do, it wouldn't surprise me if it involved Alistair Black and Ricochet, which makes no sense to me. Well, Alistair Black and Ricochet have a match at TakeOver for the titles now, because they won the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Oh, good for them. Yeah. uh, It's a uh, tag team I don't understand at all. Well, you know what, I'd rather them than Forgotten Sons. Oh, that's true. Forgotten Sons. <laughs> Give me a break. Nice generic name you got there, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't even get me started on them. I don't even call them Forgotten Sons. I call them Forgotten. I, I'm not going to say it on this show because, you know, there might Why, be... Is that is that who it came down to? Yeah, it came down to Alistair Black and Ricochet versus Forgotten Sons. Not, not Street Profits. My God. No. Street Profits got... Kicked out uh, very early in the uh, tournament. I think they lost to the Forgotten Sons, actually. I think they did lose to Forgotten Sons. Look, I get it. You want to try to push this new team, but I'm sorry. It's just, it's so bad. It's this... Or who, who are the, the two bald white boys? You mean, um, Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch? Yes, thank you. Couldn't think of their names. Love those guys. Yeah, like, and they put on hella good matches, too. They deserve a comeback. Like, a bigger comeback than they've gotten. I think one of them just got sent to uh, 205. I think Oni Lorcan showed up, yeah. Well, guys, these are our pre-WrestleMania pick thoughts here on the Funk Masters of Wrestling. I want to thank, again, Dre Rogers, future AEW librarian. Coming on, for coming on uh, the program here with us today. No problem. Thanks for the invite. And, uh, uh, yeah, no problem, man. So happy that uh, you know, it was so last minute, but you know, I'm really glad you said uh, yes to this. I'm very glad you agreed to it. I, pre- I, pre- I appreciate the invite again, and uh, it's awesome. <laughs> it's very cool to to be here with you guys. Now it's now it's going to be weird when your normal listening time comes along and you're like, I already know everything they're going to say. <laughs> Click the play button anyway. We we can unless, use it. Unless... <laughs> Trey, Trey, where can uh, people find you on the internet? It is uh, my Twitter handle is Dre twenty one twenty four. There you go. You can follow me there. Well, all right, guys. As always, I'm Adam. We got Mario. We got Dre. No Doc. But, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next time.